James? Yes, hi. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is uh, James E. Hibbard with me as my guest today on Gigi and the 561 podcast. So welcome to all of you as well as my guests. And I'm, my, I'm very honored to have this guest today. How are things in Vancouver today, James? <laughs> in Vancouver, this time of year, it's uh, 99% gray. Cloud clouded mm. over, raining. Uh, this is what our winter is like in 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 Vancouver proper. I mean, very <laughs> close to us. Very close to us. A lot of a lot of snow. Very close. Oh. But at this level, it's uh, if, if it snows at all here, uh, then it's gone by the afternoon because rain comes and melts uh-huh. it away. But it's cold in this place. It's great. <laughs> Well, you know, we're such we're we're just so uh, spoiled that when it gets to be sixty here in the Palm Beaches, like I'm cold. I need a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, sure. I know. Um, for those who uh, may know your name, I'm going to talk about you for just a second. The man on the podcast today. If you have ever seen movies with Elvis Presley, with Anne Margaret, with two, at least half of the Rat Pack, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. Um, you have seen this man that's on the phone with me today, hence I am just the ta- – and, and let me just say, too, you have worked with Bob Fosse, with Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, oh, James, wow. But the talent within your your domicile, under the roof, between you and your wife, how do you contain all that talent in, under that one roof? I, <laughs> I just can't imagine. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's worked out beautifully. I mean, my wife and I, we've been married uh, since 1964. And Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And it's, uh, that's, that's actually an unusual thing today to be married that long, but in this, especially in this business, but it's uh, yeah. it's worked out very well for us, and uh, we have a beautiful family. And I have two. We have two children: my uh, uh, daughter uh, Gianna and my son Jason. And, oh, uh, beautiful names! And we're all close. We're within fifteen minutes of each other. Oh, you're so. You're, that's very fortunate, especially today in where we are right now. Let me just jump in real quick and say that. Uh, James's wife uh, is well-known in her own right. Her name is Charlene Brandolini, and she is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, James, but she is uh, in the entertainment, the British Columbia Entertainment Hall of Fame. Is that right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. She was, when I, I, I met her in, you know, I, I told you, in 1964, and that, I, I've been brought up from Los Angeles to do West Side Story, at the Queen Elizabeth Theater, which is a big uh, theater, and met her in that show. And she was, uh, she played uh, uh, Rosalia, which is a comic uh, uh, role for the uh, Sharks, and also sang uh, the ballet somewhere. And uh, we met, and then with, with that very same year, we were married. Ah, oh, love at first sight. Sounds like now you were born in Oregon, but you really you you grew up in Idaho. Uh, but then you lived in Hollywood, and then from Hollywood you moved to um, Vancouver, where then you stayed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we uh, I've spent most of my young life in in logging camps in Idaho. My dad was a logger, 
and uh, uh, well, it was it was a it was it was a, a, a really interesting beginning because my mother uh, loved movie musicals, so uh, our, our entertainment was she would, she would take us to a theater in Boise, Idaho, and would watch. Uh, movie musicals and then go back home again and she's uh she's we were watching uh, a film called uh uh it's always fair weather and it was with uh gene kelly and uh, michael kidd and mm-hmm. uh, she said when we came out of the theater and i was only eight, eight, eight years old so when we came out of the theater i was trying to, to imitate <laughs> gene kelly and dancing down the street so she thought i would like dance lessons so I started taking dance lessons at, at eight years old in Boise, Idaho. But I had to, in, in order to have my lessons, it was only on the weekend, on Saturday and Sunday, because I was living in a logging camp the, for the rest of the week. Oh. And so, so as I, uh, my father and my grandfather uh, pulled a couple of logs into the uh, into our uh, trailer area and some wood planks between them and that was my dance floor in the, in the logging camp in the woods and I would tap dance that <laughs> is great what wonderful support from your parents that you've been dancing professionally since you were 17 that's young younger than that since I was 14 and a half I could I was 14 when I did my first professional job and that was in LA and I sang and danced with the Lennon sisters who used to be on Lawrence Welk show. Oh, yeah, I and, remember them. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, on the TV uh, series, uh, uh, Jack Benny's Shower of Stars, and I sang and danced with them. And uh, it was my first job. And, and uh, my teacher at the time was, was Gene Nelson, who was the star of Oklahoma. Okay. And he was, he was my tap and jazz teacher, and he sent me to CBS to audition for his ex-wife, Miriam Nelson, who was choreographing. And that, that's how I got my first job. Now, he went on, did he not, to be an orchestra leader? Am I thinking about the right person there, Gene Nelson, or was he always a dancer? Oh, always, always a singer-dancer. Uh, okay. He became a director, and, I, and I, in later years I worked for him uh, in two films. One was a uh, uh, Warner Brothers uh, this film called uh, The Cool Ones, and also one of the uh, the Elvis films I did, Elvis Presley films, called Kissing Cousins. He directed that one, and I was dancing in that one. I want to get later uh, into, I know you are doing a book. You've been working on your autobiography for three years, and I really encourage that. I think that's so great to capture these great stories because you really have, I mean, your your experience, your performance experience sheet goes on. Do you remember the computers back in the day that had that, that paper that kind of had holes on each side and it would just roll, so it would just go for miles. It would just keep coming through the printer. And That's your performance experience sheet. It's people, I can't even tell you this man, but his experience. Uh, you, though, James, are the kind of dancer that, stands out. I mean, when I saw, when it came out, Viva Las Vegas, there's a scene that you're on the stage, uh, supposed to be the University of Nevada, and there's a sawhorse, and Elvis sits on it, and, and Margaret is, and, you know, and they're singing, it's, and it's a 
stunning, stunning scene, the whole thing. But you are part of that scene. And you're just one of those dancers that always stands out. And, and I'm the kind of person that always notices that. So what a, what a great experience that you've had working with these people, these iconic people and in these films. Another one that, that um, I thought was really fun, the movie is called Marriage on the Rocks. And there's a party scene where it has Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra and Deborah Carr Trini Lopez is singing, and you guys are dancing. And it's just it's such a fun scene. I wanted to be in that scene, too, because it just looked like so much fun. Well, it was a typical uh, go-go, you know, uh, 60s uh, uh, club, a go-go dancing club. And there was the, the, the clubs used to have cages, and, and uh, there were dancers inside these cages hanging. And in this particular one, Nancy Sinatra was dancing in this cage, and uh, the the director uh, didn't know the dances of the 60s, you know, like the swim and the jerk and the, <laughs> the pony and all those dances. And so he came to us on a break, and he asked if anybody knew how to do those things. And, of course, I raised my hand because I just finished choreographing a t- t- television series with nothing but that kind of dancing. And... Uh, on the way to the set, he said, uh, I asked him what he wanted me to do, and he said, I want you to teach Frank Sinatra how to do the swim. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I did. I taught him how to do the swim. I taught him how to do the uh, uh, version of the monkey, you know, and the uh, and uh, sort of a boogaloo-type move. And wow. uh, he dances in the cage with his daughter, and uh, Dean Martin and Deborah Carr and I are, are in the club, watching them dance, and when when the uh, when the camera was on Frank and Nancy, I was doing the, the dance moves that so he could follow me. So it was uh-huh. uh, it was great fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, well, but he was he... Uh, he was great. He was the, he he really he loved doing it. He was uh, surprised that he could could do it. You know. But well, was, uh, uh, you. You've really never stopped working. I mean, you just, right now, you are teaching. You're teaching at a university. You're teaching jazz. You're teaching theater production. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. The up-and-coming kids, are they as motivated? I mean, you've had such a long career. Are they as dedicated to their craft? Oh, uh, well, it's all, all different levels of commitment. But uh, but there are some phenomenal dancers here in Canada and uh, people involved in theater. It's uh, it's a big thing. It's uh, it's um, I I I've put it this way. When I when I came here and I came to live here, there was nothing happening, and there were, in terms of television or uh, uh, so. And I was used to doing a lot of television and movies and stuff. So I started uh, uh, teaching, giving uh, stretch and jumping classes to uh, professional ice skaters because I'd worked with, uh, I had choreographed a Peggy Fleming special uh, at Sun Valley where I had to, uh, you know, uh, and anyway, it was very close, you know, learning how to jump and turn. Uh, on the floor is the same on the ice. It's just you have a 
much more of an expansive space. But anyway, I taught them, and then one day, one day, uh, uh, Wolfman Jack TV series came here, and um, uh, uh, two of the dancers in town who were already hired to be on the TV series uh, just spoke about me to the choreographer who was uh, uh, turned out to be a good friend of mine from L.A. So his name was Andre Tair. So when he heard that I was here, uh, he brought me in to, to assist him in the choreography and dance on it. And then he had to leave and, uh, uh, because, uh, because of health issues to go back home. So I finished choreographing that series. And from then on, I just started doing uh, TV series after TV series after TV series after movies and then stuff. And it just started growing and growing and growing. And then there came a time when I... Uh, 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 it was giving more energy to teaching, and uh, and then once a year I would perform. Uh, well, not once a year, but uh, on tap. There's a thing called Tap Day, International Tap Day, and uh, it's celebrated all over the world, different uh, cities and towns, and it honors uh, Bill Robinson, Bojangles' birthday. So ah. people get together and do performances. Right, schools join, and and uh, so I've been doing that for. Uh, quite some time and then I wasn't uh, doing a lot of film or TV then all of a sudden recently and and starting three years ago uh, I I did a TV show with a a young dancer who um, now had become like one of the major uh, working choreographers in the business and he was doing a lot of work and he started he like literally (laughs) So when he brought me in to dancing these films, I did. I've, since uh, he brought me back to do television and movies, I've done like oh eight movies in the last three years, and and uh, oh more many, many more TV shows where I'm dancing, and I'm dancing with babies that are half my age and younger. <laughs> so that's <laughs> so it's a real honor. I mean, it was a real, I mean, a great thrill for me. Because uh, I'm, I'm now 77 years old, so it's uh, if if you have, I'm going to say, do you have the spirit? If your spirit stays young and alive, you can go uh, you can go, go as long as you physically can do it. Mm-hmm. I believe you, uh, that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And if, if the yeah, passion is body, there, yeah, yeah, and your body holds up, right? Right. Yeah. So those two things have to be together. And fortunately, uh, I've been blessed with that ability. So I'm still dancing, and it's uh, during the COVID thing. Of course, everything stopped. Yeah. But uh, just before the COVID thing hit us, I did a uh, an episode on uh, Julie and the Phantoms, a new TV series, and I worked uh, two or three times on uh, Zoe's extraordinary playlist. And um, so when they start up again. I'm going to be. I'm sure I'm going to dance again on on those shows, and I have a recurring role on the Julian the Phantoms TV series of the janitor. So it's a really nice thing, and that's with uh, Kenny Ortega, and uh, the choreographer I was talking about earlier that uh, we've been working with is Paul Becker, and uh, so it's 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 amazing, you know, for me and my career is still going strong and it's, uh, yeah, I'm blessed, you know, 
Absolutely well, blessed. I have to tell you that I I have seen a clip of you on Julie and the Phantom as the janitor, and yeah. <laughs> wow, I mean you 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 still I mean wow, just wow, I mean, and that's on Netflix, people. You can uh, you can find that show on Netflix. I want to rattle off just a few other shows that you have appeared in, um, maybe and so forth. The Muppet Christmas, and correct me if I'm wrong with any of these, James. Uh, mm-hmm. Psych, Bye Bye Birdie, Freaky Friday, Descendants 3, Batman Beyond, and that is the tip, and people, I mean the tip of the iceberg. If you look this man up, James Hibbard. Um, I want to I go back to a hobby real quickly, or to a hobby. You are a, a river and stream fisherman. Do you still I get a chance too. to do that? Yes, oh, there's, there's several rivers right close to where I live here. And I, uh, uh, you know, because I, I grew up, I told you, in, in, in logging camps, I, I mean, in the primitive area of Idaho. So I was fishing and hunting all my uh, earlier life. So my fishing is one of my absolute passions. And it's, uh, and I do it. And uh, it's, it probably is my church. You know, because when you go out in the, in the woods yeah. and you're walking mm-hmm. along the trail and the sunlight is coming through the trees across you, that's my church. Oh, and that I, sounds great. Sounds great. I, now, you have I two cats. It. Oh, I'm sorry. And you do it? <laughs> I, do, I do have two cats. Yeah, we just, we just uh, eight months ago, got them. We uh, hadn't planned on getting the cats, but my granddaughter, my granddaughter, my granddaughter uh, Havana, um, Brought it to the two sister cats as a as a as a gift. Uh, well, you have to take it if your granddaughter. I mean, you know. And, and they are they are absolutely sensational cats. And it's Miss Marple. I love the names. Miss Marple is one, and I love this one. I love it, Doctor Foxy Watson. I mean, <laughs> love the names. <laughs> and they both they both fit their names perfectly. Oh. Love it, love it. Now, now, do tell us about your book. How, when can we look for that book? Well, the autobiography. This week and the next week, and the week after that, we're going to approach. I'm approaching all publishers that I can possibly think of, because of what I what I need now at this point is is uh, an advance uh, to finish the book properly. Mm-hmm. And it's because uh, I've got like oh eighteen, nineteen, twenty chapters done. Ah. And it's so there's a lot of stuff that I've finished, and I've got a you know a gazillion photographs that I can and put in the book as well. And um, it's uh, my people in actually my dancers that worked for me in Los Angeles um, encouraged me to write it. This is like three years ago, and they've been after me all this time. Dancers that uh, that you've seen, you know, the dancers on where the action is, the Dick Clark TV series. Oh, where, of course. Uh, I, yeah. I'm the one to put them together. I'm the one that hired them. So, oh, really? Oh. And I, and I, yeah. So that was my first TV series that I choreographed there for Dick Clark. And um, uh, anyway, I've been working at it, and, and a great friend of mine who unfortunately just uh, recently passed away, a great choreographer named David Winters, who was in the movie West Side mm-hmm. Story, and so he was uh, he had written his book, and his book was called Tough Guys Do Dance, right? 
Oh, I love that title. And it's it's out there. It's it's uh, it, it was a bestseller one when it first came out. It was be, as bestseller for Amazon, and uh, so anyway, I I started to write my book then, and I was just thinking in my head, well, it would be a great thing at least to leave for my family, my kids, my grandkids, you know, something to read about me later on, you know. But it turns out that there's a lot of interest. Uh, in reading my story from a lot of people, yeah. uh, all my friends, and of course, uh, down in LA, people I've worked with, and Kenny Ortega is going to write something about me, and, and Paul Becker, and Ann Margaret is going to say Oh, great. And all these people are going to you know, write, do a little paragraph or whatever about working with me. And now, it's, uh, will, you, will you spill the dirt well you know well we get i don't really mean dirt i just mean inside stories like you know this do they know the behind the scenes behind the curtain any little secrets that you might share in your book will yeah, you or, or is it just strictly you know straightforward you know, we like those little we just want to be on the inside sometimes just a little bit don't we <laughs> Of course, of course, and I have several stories like that. Oh, good. I mean, good. even even working in in Hello, the movie Hello Dolly, which is Kelly, and my uh, audition that I, that I went to for Bob Fosse, and there's there's some crazy things that have happened in my life, you know. So they're all going to be in there. I believe crazy, crazy's good. I like that. I like crazy very much. Uh, you have had this huge resurgence. Your teaching tap. People can see you as the janitor, the recurring role on Julie and the Phantom on Netflix. I encourage people to do that. Um, and you are out there on YouTube as well. Um, some, there are some uh, clips of you on, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And we will all uh, look forward to your, to your autobiography. Have I missed anything important that, that my listeners need to know about you? No, it's it's uh, you know there's there's enough there's enough garbage happening out in out in the world mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, you know, and you just uh, um, the other thing I was blessed with my in my life is that I've never given into passive and negative thinking, and I've always been positive, and I've always I've always I, I call myself a worker bee. And because and, that's what I did. I just went from job to job to job to job. And the interesting thing, a friend of mine who I danced in several films with, his name was Pete Menefee. And they, he became huge a, fan, a, huge a, fan of Pete Menefee. Oh, yeah. Well, he's mm-hmm. one of my dearest friends. And I just talked to him the other day. And he, um, <laughs> the last time we were in L.A., we had dinner and, and, uh, with, the, all, with also Walter Painter, who uh, I worked with a lot. And... Uh, Pete was said to me, when God was giving out the jaded gene, you were homesick. And it meant he yeah. said, you've been the most positive person I he said I think I've ever met in my life. And and what is what it did for me when I was when I was younger and working in L.A. and starting the business down there, uh, I could dance. Of course, I could dance, but but my attitude. Uh, set me apart because directors and producers and people like that wanted me to be in their productions because I would never ever cause waves 
or to create any friction whatsoever. And the uh, the positive attitude uh, is obviously what they needed, right? right? So a lot of the work, sometimes you get a job and you're, you're, you may not be as good as another dancer, but you'll get the job because of your reputation of, of being positive and, 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 and uh, you know, in that in that in that sense, and um, it's really important to keep your nose clean and to keep uh, working hard. Been working harder than you ever thought you would ever work, because that's as you get better and better and better and better at your craft, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder, but you just keep going. And I think those are the lessons for young people coming up, no matter what your career path is. Exactly no matter what, what you, you do, said. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. what you just said. And you know what, James, I think I'm really glad that, that you're, we we're kind of bringing this to a close and on this note, because when I launched this new new year, shed what's been going on, you know, start, start a new podcast. I've done so many, but this is like a new one. And I, I said, I want this to be different. And I want it to be positive. And as what you just said is exactly what comes through when you are on film. You perhaps can't see it as you're, you're it, you're the person. But as a watcher, that is why, in my opinion, that you stand out because that, that really does come through. You are, you're, maybe your feet hurt, maybe your legs hurt, maybe your back, whatever. But you look like you're having fun. You look like you're enjoying and your, your entire presence seems positive and so that and as a matter of fact i started to say that at the beginning of the podcast that that was one reason when i invited you to and i sent out a a, you know would you do it and then you so graciously agreed to do it and that you took time because i know you're busy you uh you have a very very busy life but i cannot thank you enough for being here today and can't wait for the book and promise me when you when your book comes out that you'll come back and talk about it on the podcast again. Oh, that'd be fabulous. Of course. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. So thank you so much, James. And thank you everyone for listening today to James E. Hibbert. You need to look him up. Go. You have time. You know you do. You're in lockdown. Go watch some of the movies. See this man because he is he is right there for you to see as this incredible dancer. Be sure to visit us on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. You know it's not just about North Palm Beach Life. It's about life going on everywhere. And we appreciate you for visiting us as well as our YouTube channel by the same name. Thank you again, James, for being on Gigi in the 561 so very much. Good luck with your book and whatever you do. Oh, everyone, thank you for asking. Oh, thank you, thank you again. And everyone, stay tuned.